Hey there, everybody. This is Johnny. I'm working on editing the show this week. And unfortunately, we had some uh, difficulties with recording on our end. And I have to edit this week using the backup call. Uh, so the audio quality won't be as good as normal. And I just want to give you a heads up. Welcome to Gain That Tune. What is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington, here. We got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. And we've got the king of the show, David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. Hell yeah, guys. Welcome back. It's Game That Tune, and we're in the house once again. It's episode 340. I apologize if I'm talking fast, but... Behind the scenes, I've had so many technical difficulties, we're getting started late, and I am afraid that I will lose power before this recording ends. And uh, man, oh man, it's Game That Tune, episode 340, and we have a great show coming up for you tonight, guys. We are going to do what we always do. We're going to listen to video game tunes. We've each brought three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games based on the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off. We're going to have a lot of fun. The winner at the end of the night picks the theme for the next episode and plays some bonus tunes, and our winner last week was the amazing john regan yeah and I say amazing because it's, it's always amazing when john regan is the winner uh not that he personally is amazing no offense i love you johnny uh, you're amazing in many ways except in game that tune competition ways but you were amazing last week and you've set the theme for this week's episode and we need to know what it is game that tune Free play. You open that box. Those sick ass aliens, they're dead. <laughs> you guys ever have like a nocturnal mission, but instead of seeming in the yeah. bed, it's a, it's a role playing game? <laughs> oh, that was so much. Seaman. So suck it. <laughs> yeah, guys. <laughs> It's a it's a classic free play, and sometimes oh. you gotta go short and sweet on those free play jingles. It can't always be a, a marathon of a thing. So uh, we're doing a free play tonight, guys. Anything goes. So uh, man, we've got a who knows what we've got coming up. We, what we've got is a great lineup. We got five fantastic games. We have got a great fan request, and I don't mean to just you know jump right into it, but I uh, dare I say we have to jump right into it. So Johnny, let's hit game one. Game one.
All right, guys. So uh, this game, the uh, creator or director, I believe, of the game uh, has stated that basically this game was uh, a salvage job, uh, a release that came about because of the cancellation of a related uh, game after the uh, he and the developers lost the rights to half of the roster that was going to be in the game that got canceled. This was, uh, this was the game that came about from that canceled, uh, game. guys who's feeling great i'm feeling pretty good good i think i'm feeling pretty good i hope so Mm. (laughs) johnny's right on track man uh johnny says legend of zelda tears of the kingdom very close jesse says foam stars i don't know what that is but it sounds good and david has the correct answer this is capcom fighting evolution Also known as Capcom Fighting Jam in, uh, I believe, Europe and Japan. Uh, Capcom Fighting Evolution for the PlayStation 2. I uh, I kind of figured since last week we took a great request and we enjoyed our Street Fighter VI uh, discussion so much. This week, I would bring a crappy Capcom fighting game to the show. Just uh, for, I don't know, contrast's sake. Um, and yeah, Capcom Fighting Evolution is that. It's kind of crappy. It was supposed to be a sequel to Capcom versus SNK uh, Mark of the Millennium. And it went through a bit of a development hell where SNK was going to make it. And then they decided to make it a 3D fighter hmm. featuring Capcom and SNK uh, fighters. 
But then SNK went through some like financial trouble and couldn't make the game anymore, so it fell back on Capcom to make it. And they said, I don't know, we're just going to fucking recycle some sprites from our old games since we can't even use the SNK games. Like, the SNK guys at this point, it's just going to be a Capcom game. And here's what we got. So you go from a crazy ambitious 3D sequel to Capcom versus SNK with, you know, the first, like, appearance of many Street Fighter characters and SNK characters in 3D to recycled like uh capcom fighters it's uh you get 20 recycled fighters and you know get this guys one new original character yeah and i know we all david you're a big ingrid player you love ingrid i was gonna say it's ingrid isn't it oh it's ingrid okay you know what a what a character what a what an enduring character she is um it's just it's it's uh it's strange. It's like just a mediocre, uh, fucking all Capcom crossover. So like, you, I guess you can call it a crossover. Uh, the crossover, you know, there, there's five games represented in the roster of Capcom Fighting Evolution: Street Fighter Two, Street Fighter Three, Street Fighter Alpha, Darkstalkers, and Red Earth. Oh, and. You know, like for people that didn't get the chance to play Red Earth, like most people, it's a it's a tempting thing. Like, hey, you know, I get to play as uh, some Street Fighter characters and fight against them as like a like a wolf monster or like a lion man with a sword, like or a giant dinosaur. Cool. Uh, but for people that you know were into these things, and you know, probably the only people that would get into this game, it was kind of just uh, it was just a recycling job. It was a very uh, very odd thing. Um, I have a, uh, it's not a lightning round, but I have a, a bonus point opportunity for those that do not show me, uh, you know, please do not have pulled up the roster of this game. Show me your hands and show me that you're not looking at the rosters for this game. So again, uh, bonus point opportunity. There are five games represented in this, uh, game and they each get four characters apiece. And if you can name three of the four characters from any of the teams in this game, I'll give you a bonus point. So David already got a point, so we are not going to start with him. We're going to start with uh, Jesse. So Jesse, can you name three of the four characters represented by either Street Fighter 2, 3, Alpha, uh, Darkstalkers, or Red Earth? And you have to pick the one that you have to declare which one you can name. All right, um, I'll go with Street Fighter Two. That's a safe, a safe place to start. Good opportunity for a point there, Jesse. Can you name three of the four oh. characters from Team Street Fighter Two? Okay, uh, Ryu. That's correct. Okay. Oh man. Uh, Dalsim. Wrong. Fuck. Okay. <laughs> I still got. Two more. You're, exactly. You got two more to bail yourself out. <laughs> um, Ken? Nope. Oh. And you get one last chance. Blanca? No. Jesus. <laughs> okay. So, Team Street Fighter 2 is Ryu, Guile, Zangief, and M. Bison. You know, the four most popular characters from Street Fighter 2. So. Yeah, I split my mind. 
Johnny, would you like to name the, the characters from Darkstalkers, Red Earth, Street Fighter Alpha, or Street Fighter 3? I guess Street Fighter oh. Alpha. I was going to say, please pick Red Earth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Johnny. Give me three of the four characters that are in this game from Street Fighter Alpha. A guy? That's one. Birdie? Wrong. Damn it. Okay, you got two more chances. Chun-Li? Nope. Um, Dalsam? <laughs> I can't believe you wouldn't say Ken. Uh, no, Dalsam's not, uh, not on Team Street Fighter Alpha. Also, come on. And it's Ken. Street Fighter Alpha. So... Who's in there, David? Come on, tell us the other characters. Ryu? <laughs> yeah, they have on... two Ryus in this game, do they? <laughs> they have five Ryus. <laughs> the craziest thing. I yeah, remember everyone remembers Ryu. Ryu from Darkstalkers. Yeah, God, hot-ass Ryu. Uh, no, so Team Street Fighter Alpha is Guy, Rose, Sakura, and Karen. I was yeah. like, how are you going to forget Sakura? She's like the poster child of Street Fighter Alpha. That honestly is a bit of an oversight on Johnny's part. Johnny knows Street Fighter Alpha in and out. Um, but yeah. Uh, okay, David, so you got your choice. Red Earth, Street Fighter 3, or Darkstalkers? Um, I want to go with Street Fighter 3 because I think I'll have an easier time, but I don't want to choose all the Street Fighter games. True. So... Let's go with Darkstalkers. All right. Name me three of the four Darkstalkers characters that are in this game. Felicia? Felicia is in the game, yes. Talbin. J. Talbin. John Talbin. J. Talbain! Not in the game. <laughs> hey, fuck you. I... There's a big one that I want you to guess, but I know you're knowing... I know you know to avoid that one. I... I want to say... Hmm. Quetzal? Quetzal. Sadly, also incorrect. For second! Yeah. Uh, Morrigan, not in the game. I was going to say, I know Morrigan's not in the game. Yeah. It's so like the uh, only crossover she's not in. Right, it's very odd. Your other Darkstalkers characters... Oh, uh, Dimitri. Dimitri. Uh, Anna Karras, or however you pronounce that, an actress, the fucking sarcophagus. And, uh, and of course, Jetta. Ah, Jetta was going to be my next guess. Yep. And then you got Team Red Earth, uh, which, you know, everybody knows the those wonderful characters from Red Earth. Hauser, Hydron, Kenji, Leo. And then, of course, Street Fighter Three. Uh, any guesses, David? I know that's where Chun-Li was. Chun-Li is on Team Street Fighter Three, not Alpha or Two, which is fucking dumb in my opinion, but whatever. Um... Besides that, it's Alex, it's Yun, and it's Yurin. Okay. So, uh, I, I refuse to pronounce that name correctly. So, yeah, it's uh, it's a 2D crossover all Capcom fighting game on the PS2 in 2004 that they basically made to put something out because they've been putting in work on this stupid crossover with SNK that they didn't get the chance to release. And I'm just like, you know, at some point there has to be a ch like a uh, time to say you know what just don't release this like <laughs> there has to be at some point this is damaging to the brand more so than it is beneficial to release this like I, I know that you guys were doing some work on something but like sometimes things fall apart they still don't do that right <laughs> just don't release it man <laughs> they still release games that people they know are bad you know they're still releasing them 
there has to be like some kind of consideration. Like this wasn't in the digital download era. This is like they had to print discs of this. They had to fucking you know put it in boxes and ship it to Kmart's and shit. Like you know this this was a major operation to put out a game that didn't even need to be made. It's hilarious, but yeah. Anyway, it's uh it's Capcom Fighting Evolution, uh, a silly silly thing. Uh, I remember actually being excited for this game because it was going to be like just a versus Capcom game, but just the Capcom side. I was like, actually, that sounds pretty awesome. And then what killed it for me was there's people from five games, three of them Street Fighter, and it's not... It's not like in Tatsunoko versus Capcom where like Ryu represents Street Fighter 1 and Chun-Li represents Street Fighter 2, but it's still the same Ryu and Chun-Li. Each character is specifically from their game. So like Ryu can't parry. There's because, actually, yeah, that is something. And like the Street Fighter 2 characters get like a single super bar to do yeah. one move. That's it. Yeah, so and that's the other thing. Yeah, there you know, as odd as it is called fighting evolution all the characters are their like supers and things are based on the game that they're from so yeah yeah, depending on which uh which characters you pick you might not have the same things like the characters from street fighter 2 can't air block uh wow yeah but all the other characters can i'm like wait wait hold on that's fucked (laughs) like because you know they've been in games since street fighter 2 where they could air block like you know that's a thing you could do in like this, the Marvel vs. Capcom games, the Capcom vs. SNK, and it's like, eh, these four characters can't do that. Like, okay, well, I simply will never play as fucking M. Bison in this game. Fine. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, it's an odd, odd thing they did. I, uh, you know, I don't really, uh, I don't really get it. Like, at some point, you just gotta not do it. Like, it's, uh, the other thing, uh, final thing I was going to say, uh, I was reading like uh, some reviews of it and like the rundown of it on uh, Fighters Generation, the fucking giant fighting game database. And they basically said uh, it's not even enjoyed by like really hardcore fighting game players because they skimped on like the development so much, like the f- there are frames missing from most of the attacks and a lot of it is like converted over from the previous Capcom versus SNK thing. So like the characters also don't play in the way you expect them to. Like, the combos you're used to doing with some of these characters simply don't play out that way. Like, they just don't have certain attacks. Like, the button layout's different, and it just plays all wrong. I'm like, wow, so there's no good reason for this game to exist. <laughs> like, yeah, You can't pick it up and play it if you're familiar with Street Fighter. <laughs> like, yeah, it's too complicated because all the characters are from, you know, they operate on different fucking super engines. You know, nobody knows who Red Earth is. Uh, there's no SNK characters, and it's all just like recycled sprites from uh, more successful games. It's uh, it's fascinating. And then on the soundtrack front, soundtrack's kind of all over the place. It's got some bops, but it's also just too much. <laughs> like it's uh, the, the whole game is a mess, man. I love it. I love a hot fucking mess, man. You know, this game just kind of came and went back in 04. Best thing I can say about it. There's some great official artwork for it. The fucking, like, the cover art for it is great. The logos for it are so early 2000s, like Fireballs and, you know, the letter C with Fireball trails coming off of it. Like, uh, the official artwork for this game is pretty fucking dope. If you like, you know, 
I don't know, early 2000s anime style and just like bizarre, like posterized crossover drawings. Pretty cool. But man, nothing else about this game is all that cool. So, um, yeah. Um, I, I have this phrase I use all the time. I, I use it when somebody's doing something fundamentally stupid um, or, or like being a jerk kind of situation. And I always say, like, you know what's so much easier than doing X? It's not doing X. Like, you know what's yeah. so much easier than putting out a bad video game? Not putting out a bad video game. It's so much easier to not do things than it is to do things. It's like, yeah, I don't, I don't understand. Like, oh, we got this bad game. Let's do it. It's like, what? what? He does not. He does not. Yeah, it's do like it. we, we spent all these months developing this thing. We have to do something with it. It's like, you know... No, you don't. You really, really don't have to. Like, you know, you know what's easier than doing Capcom Fighting Evolution? Not doing Capcom Fighting Evolution. Plain and simple. And also, oh. if you're going to release it, call it Fighting Jam everywhere. Capcom Fighting Jam, it's one, a more fun, punchier title, and two, indicates the troubled development that they were in with this game. Like, we got ourselves a real Capcom Fighting Jam here. We got to, you know, put it out. Like, hmm. should have called it Fighting Jam Everywhere. I will say, however, that the idea of a crossover Capcom fighting game that just reuses assets and removes moves and frames and only draws from, like, a handful of titles, like, taking a really great idea and making the crappiest version possible is a very Capcom move. Yes, and it, you know, it didn't make an awful game. It made a mediocre game. Like, you're taking something really good and fucking it up real good. And you still only get an okay game out of it. Like, they didn't get something bad out of it. So, you know, it speaks to the strength of the uh, the Capcom fighting games. But still, at some point, you're just better off not doing this. Like, apologize to the team, you know. This is five years after Street Fighter 3 and five years before Street Fighter 4. Just apologize to all those poor Capcom employees and be like, listen, we, you know, we're going to make it up to you. We got a freezer full of ice cream for everyone that worked on Capcom Fighting Jam. And we're going to come back in on Monday and redouble our efforts on whatever's coming next. Like, just don't put the game out. <laughs> like, find some way to get out of fucking publishing this game. But. Oh, the the two words people love to hear after a real grind of work. Pizza party. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, oh. management. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It, it could have been good, man. They could have gotten a guy to come in dressed as Akuma and hand out pizza slices. But oh, no. my God. That's yeah. Yeah, yeah, Where he turns the light out first. And then he, oh, yeah. and he gives it Prepare to you. <laughs> And then when the lights back on, everyone has a slice of pizza. Yeah, just a big glowing fucking Pizza Hut logo in there. <laughs> It'd be good. It would be better than actually having made this game. But, uh, anyway, party. yeah, uh, you know, I, I'm prepared to make the hot take: a pizza party better than a fighting jam. Game two. No hot takes, Sam. <laughs>
All right, gentlemen. Um, <clears throat> so in this game, uh, when you make your character, um, you can uh, pick uh, a dwarf. But if you play as a dwarf, you cannot pick a, a female dwarf. Uh, the reason is because uh, uh, women rarely leave the mountains, and they look just like the men anyways. All right, gentlemen, let's see some answers. Okay, um, so uh, Johnny says Tears of the Kingdom. That's incorrect. Uh, John says Minecraft of Moria. That's incorrect. And David with the closest answer, Lord of the Rings something something. Yes, he's it's Lord of the Rings online. would argue that my answer was close-ish then too not really because there's <laughs> not 
very many <laughs> Minecraft <laughs> elements. Not take place in the minds of Moria. The whole thing. No, no. There's, there's, a, there's an expansion that lets you go there. All right. But, Hottest fucking um, place in all of uh, Middle Earth. Those mines, baby. Hot. I'm sorry. It was just the way Jesse was like, not really? David, we all know the sexiest place in all of Middle Earth is the mines of Moria, baby. Just, you know. Ooh. Well, I'm not denying that. Get deep in that cave. Mm. Mm. Eventually, you just you, you get ooh, heated up. You find that Balrog. Yeah, I got to tickle mm. those Balrogs. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you stimulate a cave troll by accident, attract some orcs. They're goblins, excuse me. I got to rewatch uh, Fellowship. Oh, oh, you'll get goblin, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Love them goblins. So this is uh, Lord of the Rings Online. Um, it's uh, still going strong. It's 15 years old. Whoa. Um, <laughs> it's uh, free to play, and I recently started playing it again and um it's it's pretty fun chill time um i've done the thing that i always end up doing when i come back and play this game and that's go and uh go to a farm grow pipe weed and then smoke pipe weed and the higher level pipe weed uh it's it's funny some of it will like give you like status boosts and stuff but also there's like this uh animation where you smoke from it and then, like, you inhale for a long ass time. Like, it's like it's like watching my mom take a bong hit. And, like, <laughs> then, depending on high level of the pipe weed, like, some kind of fun smoke cloud comes out. Like, at first, it's just like a circle or like you cough or something. But then, like, later on, you get like a sailboat that goes through and stuff. And it's real cool. It's like, you know, that. Like the one scene Gandalf is fairly useful in the movie when he does the cool little smoke thing. Um, but these games, um, I feel like Gandalf does other things. I mean, maybe not in fellowship, but like, <laughs> yeah, hold on. Yeah. I, I have a problem with Gandalf. I've done on Gandalf, the yeah. Grand? Here's okay, pretend you're Frodo, all right, Done. okay, so. You just yeah, drop. Give, give, give us a Frodo impression. Listen, yes, give us your best Frodo. Oh right. golly gee, wow! I'm a hobbit. Doc, <laughs> <laughs> Sam, I gotta get this ring to the Mount Doom. What? Why is your Frodo a Scottish Christopher Walken? <laughs> and why is it perfect? <laughs> Sam, I gotta take this ring. The farthest away from home I've ever been. <laughs> Sam, I need you to put this ring up your ass. <laughs> I mean, come on. Look at Sam and Frodo. We know that's what they were both thinking. God, imagine Sam putting the ring up his ass, turning invisible, and then the Eye of Sauron just be like, <laughs> looks, it's like, oh, hey, god damn. <laughs> oh, to, no, Sam, your prostate. You're supposed to put that thing on your finger. What is this? I don't understand it. It looks like a cave, but it's almost pulsing. Yeah. Where is this? Where is this ring? I've never seen a black and red cave like this. <laughs> oh, God. Um... So anyway, yeah, Jesse. Uh, so but, you get you get to smoke weed. That's a good game. Yeah, 
friends. Um, you can you can do like other stuff like like fight trolls and orcs and stuff, but that's fine. Why would you want I just, to? So I just made an elf and go smoke weed. <laughs> <laughs> it's a free to play. You do whatever you want. I mean, it's it's cool though, like because typically you know when you do like crafting and stuff, you just like. Your character just stands there and like does like a weird thing with his hands, and then it's like you made this. But when you farm, like there's like a little crops that pop up in the farm area, and and then you like harvest them. And I don't know, it's a, a cool little video game dopamine thing that I like. Uh, but like the questing is cool. Um, I picked a class that is uh, highly questionable because um, in this game they they like to. Uh, stick to the books real hardcore um and like you know unless you're like a a super wizard you don't use magic or nothing um you choose but, one of those singing dwarves yeah yeah like um oh my but, only skill is slapping dinner plates yeah. and singing this fucking sucks <laughs> i i do do one of the cool things i remember there's one of the classes a champion and a lot of his moves involve shouting. And I remember the game having really cool, like, like your character will fucking shout. And there's, like, different cool shouting sounds. And, like, I always thought that was kind of cool, like, to, like, buff, like, you know, uh, like, forward! And he, like, but instead it's just, like, this weird sound. And it's, like, got this cool little animation. Like, it's a pretty neat game, you know. And still, 15 years old, it's pretty fun. They've added new classes and stuff. Like I said... The class I play as is a, as a, a rune, rune keeper or something. I forget the exact. And basically, I have these two rocks, and uh, I can channel lightning with them and fire. And so, like, people were really up in arms with this class. They're like, I don't know about this guy. He seems real magical. And they're like, well, it's like, uh, what is his name? Sela Brimbor or something? He's like a some elvish guy who helped make the rings. I don't. I don't know a lot of the lore. Um, but, uh, Tom Bombadil is in the game. He's not what in the book. I know. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said David can fill us in. Oh, he's like, I've. True confession. I have never read either The Hobbit or The Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I haven't hey, read it either. You and me saw Return of the King together opening night, man. The, you know, the, my most painful bladder memory is you and me in that fucking movie. So you don't oh, think you do Lord of the Rings. But, um, you know bad I had to pee during it. <laughs> this was, this was pre-game uh, pre that tune. I, I wasn't peeing in containers. I, I held it for the bathroom. Huge mistake. Oh, damn it me forever. I haven't pissed right since. Yeah, exactly. I've been fucked up ever since Lord of the Rings. Uh, held too much piss. It got into my brain how it goes yeah i know what you mean so anyway uh, you know david can't david doesn't know the characters he forgot him too he's got pea brain but if you're not casting you know if i'm not summoning lightning down on people and they're up close i'm essentially just hitting them in the face with these two rocks which is just <laughs> as fucking badass too if you think about it like just hitting a fucking orc in the face with this rock and he's like ah. it's very handsome and then I strike him with lightning too. Like it's just like the double whammy right there. Um, and it, it's pretty cool. There's a cool class called Warden, where you can like throw spears and stuff, which is pretty neat. Um, they added a new one where you can transform into a bear, 
And I don't remember like shapeshifters and stuff in Lord of the Rings. It must be in like this Similarian or whatever. <laughs> Was there a shapeshifter? No. You know, Gandalf just flew away on a giant bird. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah, those giant birds can real get you places. Yeah. Can't they? You should really just, you know, fly, you fools. Yeah. Ima <laughs> imagine you're Frodo. Yeah. And you're you're in Mordor and you just dropped the ring off. You just and then took Gandalf the ring is out like, of Sam's ass. <laughs> and then Gandalf is like, here, have a flying eagle that you can fly on. Mm. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I, I could have done this, like, from the start, Gandalf. Well, yeah, he told you to. Gandalf, no. he's, he's like, yo, we're going to walk to Mordor. And he's like, are you sure? And he's like, yeah. And then he's like, well, okay. It, and dude, then at the end of the movie. So, no, yeah. Gandalf, <laughs> and he takes no. the gang through the mines of Moria against his better judgment. Again, he, he could have flown. And that's the whole thing. He couldn't have flown because Saruman shut down the passage over the mountains with the ice breath. He fucking was like singing his fucking heavy metal songs and blew, uh, blew blizzards all over the place. So they had to go through the caves. Gan uh, Gandalf, not Ganondorf, uh, Gandalf fucking <laughs> encounters Balrog. They have a, they have a, a pretty hard fight. Uh, Gandalf's about to get KO'd and he looks back at Frodo and he, what does he say? He says, fly you fools and frodo in the throes of you know worrying that his old you know buddy is about to fall into a pit yeah you know, he just freaks out and then they just continue walking and then gandalf the white comes back and he's like god i told you to fly on those fucking eagles what is the matter with you guys you know i said it it was my dying words i didn't even think i was ever going to get to talk to you guys again i said fly you fools and they didn't listen. They should have listened. If they had listened at the at the end of Fellowship, Sean Bean's not dead. Fucking, you know, they probably never have to put the ring in Sam's ass. <laughs> they they could have just flown to Mount Doom on giant eagles and fucking you drop that bitch in there. No problem. They they probably never would have met Gollum. So you're saying could, the ring just had the eagles at the Shire and start from there? Well, the eagles, no, they're not uh, in the Shire. And if the eagles got wind. Oh transporting the one ring they would get greedy and they would put it up their asses and become eagles of mount doom the best metal name of all time oh that's pretty good yeah pretty good. speaking of bands so one of the cool things about this game is so like you can get instruments right and then so when you equip the instrument you can press this button that brings up this like little interface thing and you can just play that instrument in the game. And so, like, anyone who's, like, walking by hears you playing um, the instrument. And so, like, you can, like, group up with, like, other people and, uh, like, have bands and stuff and play, like, a whole bunch of fun songs. And I went down a rabbit hole looking for uh, Lord of the Rings online bands covering <laughs> songs. And so I uh, I have a lightning round prepared. Oh. Lightning round. And so uh, it turns out my lightning round is actually a VGM threesome. VGM threesome. Oh. VGM threesome. Oh. VGM threesome. Oh. So how this is gonna work is I I didn't do the whole song. 
because we ain't got time for that. So I just got like a like thirty to a minute clip of like the best part of each song from these different bands. And you guys just write down what song you think it is. All right. Okay, so yeah. Great chance of success in this lightning round. Oh, very much. Good, good, good. All right, that's, that's what you're walking around in in Hobbit Hole, and you hear a band playing at the local tavern. What song is it? Oh, fucking Johnny. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, so Johnny and David say Amish Paradise, Weird Al, which is technically correct, and John with the funny answer that's also correct, Gimli's Paradise. Welcome to Game oh, That Tune. <laughs> Oh, I guess it's a hat trick. So that's pretty cool. Like you just walking around and a bunch of hobbits playing gangsters paradise. No, that's that's pretty great. Yeah. All right, next song. And the show, Johnny wins the whole fucking show. That's a better fucking God damn it, Johnny. Bilbo (laughs) number five. Fuck. Everyone else is right, too, I think. Macarena, no. David's wrong. David is wrong. (laughs) David literally wrote Macarena. Macarena? There we go. All right, and... uh, Oh, I forgot I should be telling you the band. In case you want to look up, those two songs were by the Sleeping Forest Band. I forget what server they're on. Yeah, Johnny, uh, I really want to give you some credit, man. Bilbo number five <laughs> escaped me in that moment. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> All right, final song.
All right. Let's see. Your answers. What? Wow. Clever. Who? Oh, I see. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Everyone's right with their funny rock Garota. That's really oh, good. That's way better. Yeah. <laughs> Rivendell Valley and, and, and the Discord. That's pretty good, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gerudo. Is it, do you say Gerudo or Gerudo? How hey, man. Okay. It? So, you know, I will say they finally, thanks to Tears of the Kingdom, have said that shit out loud, and I have to finally cop to the fact that it is Gerudo. Gerudo? Okay. Yeah. I, I've been saying Gerudo. I have too. Life, and it is Gerudo. I accept it. They finally made a fucking voice acted game, those uh, Zelda guys. So yeah, it's Gerudo. I've cool. been calling him uh, Crap Apple this whole time. Exactly. I've been calling him Gandal. <laughs> Gandal? <laughs> Did they not say it in Breath of the Wild? I don't fucking know, man. They didn't say shit in that game. It was all yeah. pantomime. They were saying Vasak. There's well, voice well, acting in Breath of the Wild, and I'm pretty sure they said Gerudo in that one, too. Jam it up your ass. Recency bias. Game three.
Alright guys, so this is a fast-paced precision platformer where instead of running and jumping, you push and pull yourself uh, off the ground and towards the ceiling respectively. Uh, and the more skillfully you master this mechanic, the quicker you'll be able to conquer uh, the more challenging levels and reach your goal in record time. David says V V V V V V, which is incorrect. Jesse says uh, Dragon's Dogma Two, incorrect. John says Big Pimpin', pretty close. This ah. this is Turbo Shell. What? It, this is Turbo Shell, a game that came out, um, I can't remember if it was March or May, on Steam. May. Uh, released May 23rd, so just a few weeks ago. Um, it's a pretty interesting platformer game. It's it it's similar to, say, um, Super Meat Boy in terms of like you're trying to just kind of each stage is like a puzzle and you're trying to get through as fast as you can, right? Uh, and it's got that sort of fast pace, like if you die, you start immediately, you know, keep going kind of thing. Um... But the gimmick is you're given this sort of like, it looks like a lightsaber. I don't know what it's actually supposed to be, but it's it looks like a lightsaber with bars coming out, you know, and, and so far up and down. And basically you can either push yourself off the floor as long as your lightsaber is like touching it, or you can pull yourself in the ceiling as long as your lightsaber is like touching it. Uh, and that's your main way of moving. And so you wind up sort of like, almost like bouncing off platforms and parts of the floor and you know sort of like grappling on the ceilings and like hauling ass through the stage <laughs> like it's it gets very fast um huh. you're not just trying to get through the stage you're collecting things through the stage and it's not over till you collect all the things uh and and like so like like super meat boy like you beat a stage and it'll give you a ranking and a time and you can be like yeah i'll try this again i can do better you know or you can just move on um and it is pretty fun looking um i would say pretty fun except i haven't played it yet uh but it looks pretty interesting uh, i found the soundtrack by going to Bandcamp and looking up game soundtracks that were recently released <laughs> finding one that sounds good and be like sweet done okay that was this game <laughs> damn johnny come on man because <laughs> this soundtrack is fucking dope soundtrack is dope yeah yeah uh, as I conveyed a few moments ago in the chat, I kind of thought maybe, uh, you know, going forward when you were running low on ideas, you would just consult the the bot that you made for Game That Tune Club that posts random uh, YM2612 music every day. 
thought maybe you would use that for discovery, not just go to Bandcamp and choose a game soundtrack. Um, not down on it by any means. It's a good soundtrack, good you know, and, and a fun sounding game. I, I don't know what I'm looking at in these screenshots. You're like, looking at an, at an egg. He's uh, an egg. That's the, the name of the game, Turbo Shell. He plays an egg. Right. Yeah, brown egg. <laughs> okay, I see. When you were talking about like Turbo Shell and you like stretch out and everything, I was like, is this a game about racing snails? Because that also sounds kind of fun. Well, no, that was just that they made a movie about that a few years ago. It was just called Turbo, not Turbo Shell. Uh, and, gotcha. Yeah, you know, the little snail racing movie. Um, Wait, I thought that was a Judas Priest album. I have no way to continue that joke. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry, Jesse. I, I wish I did. that's even better. Yeah, uh, truly. I, you know, nope, you've, you, you've done me in. I, I it, cannot connect Turbo the Snail Racing movie to Judas Priest. This Turbo Lover, I'm sorry. Uh, it's okay. It's okay. You know, frankly, it didn't need a uh, need explanation. It, it's better left. Some things are just better left dangling, like, uh, like Rob, Rob Halford's bits, but, um, so, uh, Johnny, you, you, know, you, you didn't play the egg game. Uh, no, I've not played the egg game. Um, I'm looking Based at more... on what you've learned of this game, you know, power rank it. Where would this rank in your top five games featuring eggs? Ooh, okay. Uh, uh, let's see here. Does Adventure Island have eggs? Yes. <laughs> okay. Okay, thank you, David, for answering so quickly, because I was about to give Johnny shit for having to ask that question. <laughs> And then I know Super Mario World is eggs. <laughs> Let's see. Man, a lot of games with eggs. So I don't think this is better than Super Mario World. It's um, not. <laughs> uh, I think this is probably better than most of the Dizzy games. <laughs> yeah, take that, England. <laughs> <laughs> so better than Dizzy, not as good as Super Mario World. Um, probably not. I don't know. Probably on par with Adventure Island in terms of your sort of like fast pacedness of it all. Mm -hmm. Uh, your sort of like reaction time, you know, kind of concept going on here. Um, uh, and that's it for my list of games with eggs. There's one giant egg that I'm thinking of that you sadly didn't reference, man. Uh, the uh, eggs and burger time. Damn. Yes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> You know, Johnny has to stack up to Burger Time. <laughs> Did you mention David's favorite game? Uh, are there eggs in Splatoon? No. I mean, yes, but... He's talking about Kid Edgarus. Kid Edgarus. <laughs> I believe Jesse's... Yeah, right. I believe Jesse's referring to the Windfish Egg in Link's no! Awakening. No! Oh. Are you talking about... Billy Hatcher? <laughs> David loves Billy Hatcher. <laughs> David Billy Hatcher Fleming. Yeah. I thought you liked that game a lot for some reason. My bad. I, I do. I would I wouldn't call it my favorite game. Not an egg for a loop. David, you're in your high school senior your senior quote in your high school yearbook is, and I quote, Billy Hatcher is the greatest game ever made and my favorite game of all time and always will be. Yeah, and in my high school yearbook, you know, we went to different high schools, but your picture was still in there, and your quote was just G-I-A-N-T-E-G-G. -G. <laughs> it's ridiculous. You had giant egg on the brain. 
Okay, it actually did come out before I graduated from high school. Yeah, of course it did. It was Sonic Team's game, man. Come on. So I was just like, would that even be possible? Oh, it, it, it was possible. Okay. Mm -hmm. Anyway, Johnny apparently is not the Billy Hatcher guy. David is. But I'm still willing to bet that, uh, hmm, you know, does this current egg game, Super Egg Boy, stack up against fucking, you know, Billy Hatcher and his giant egg? It's tough, Johnny. You really threw us for a loop here. Yeah, uh, I mean, no, the answer is probably not. Uh, well, no, the answer is possibly because, again, Billy Hatcher is a game released for the GameCube made by Sonic Team. It's probably a fucking giant idiotic folly. But it's been so long since anybody played it. Who could say? Billy but Hatcher was fun. You didn't you you didn't play this current egg based game, so you know we don't really have a basis for comparison here, John. It looks good. I like the whole egg propulsion system that's in this game, the EPS. Yes, it's... Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> they used that TLA in the game? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's what they call it, the EPS. Okay, great. Um, yeah, very, uh, very middle school science experiment, this game. And you yeah. do get to hatch other eggs and open... Uh, that's how you unlock new characters to play as. Now, okay, you get to hatch other eggs. Do you get to inseminate the other eggs? Um, Can you come on the eggs? Right, well, hey. So, Jesse, you're just rephrasing John's question. That was my <laughs> question. <laughs> yeah. Does, does somebody in this game lay a clutch of eggs and you come by and fertilize them? Uh, I think so. How but, would that work if you're in the egg? Like, how does an egg fertilize another egg? Oh, man. So well, when an egg loves an egg. Yeah. <laughs> Do Dang, eggs have cool. penises? Oh wow! Okay, yeah, no, still for real. Game four. <laughs> Two exit pieces where I jump the line.
Alright guys, so this is our fan request uh, for the evening. <clears throat> the series creator, uh, Yoshihisa Kishimoto, who was consulted during this game's development, described it as, quote, a very western adaptation of the series, with certain mechanics taken from the previous games and a, quote, mood and feel that reminded him of the original arcade game. see here um david says the bobo's big adventure and john jesse say double dragon neon everybody's correct 
a Bobo's Big Adventure is like a fan game. That's, that's like a completely different thing. game. Oh, that, that actually exists? Okay, so in a more yeah. accurate sense, John and Jesse huh. are correct. <laughs> I thought they uh, was just, uh, you know, tipping his hat that he knows this is the Double Dragon game. So this is Double Dragon Neon. This is our fan request from Muddle Madness, who is a... Super fan, max tier, Patreon fan, whatever you call them. Hey, 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 hold on, Joe. Oh. Turn the floor over to Jesse. Jesse knows. No, he's a. Uh, he's my, uh, you know, Game Pass daddy. That's right, Bottle Madness. Jesse's Game Pass daddy. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's let me play so many tier. games. He's, he's let me play so many games. And I just imagine, like, he's pretending that. Like he's sitting on the couch watching me play those games, and like whenever I win, whenever I do good at the game, I feel like this like warmth over me, and I just pretend that that's Muddle putting his arms around me and whispering, "Good job, Jesse. Good job." Yeah. And then he sits back and it's nothing weird or anything. It's no. just just no, it's supportive, super, super cool. Yeah. yeah, he's just it's so wholesome. He's my Game Pass daddy. You ever Thank hear you. you know you know Muddle? He, he's a great fan. He's uh, he's appeared on other video game music podcasts. I, you know, I, I don't know if you ever have heard his uh, his voice, but should he congratulate you for accomplishing something in one of your Game Pass games? It's like uh, it's great. It's like, it's like one of those weighted blankets. Yeah, oh, you know, just comfort right there, man. Also, did you guys realize he's in the new Zelda game? Go on. Every time I pick up a muddle bud, I think it's Oh him. man. And I use the fuck out of muddle buds, but every time I pick one up, I'm like, I have a muddle bud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have yeah. the best muddle bud. I'm not gonna lie, I've been thinking of that ever since I've been playing that game. I'm like, yeah, muddle is my bud. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna help me fight this Gleok because it's gonna make its heads hate each other. This is yeah. great. Yeah. I never thought about doing that. David, make the Gleox heads fight each other. That's yeah, the, I didn't think about that. That sounds amazing. That's the play. That's yeah, yeah, them now. amazing. It's hilarious. I have, it's I have not two on the map. But it does do something. <laughs> um, good times, good times. Muddling those buds. Uh, but, you know, Johnny, Double Dragon Neon. A fantastic fan request fucking selection. Uh, we've talked about it. I feel like we've referenced it. A number of times, because this game has existed and been out the entire time that we've been making this show. It's the kind of game that would have been on, like, David's radar the entire time it existed because it's a double dragon, like, kind of homage sequel made by WayForward. And it's got a fucking ripping metal soundtrack. And it's absolutely insane that we showed the restraint that we have in the making of this show that we have not used it until episode 340. It's fucking crazy. I really don't know how that happened, because, yeah, this soundtrack is by uh, Jay Kaufman, who's one of my favorite composers. And it's, it's a it's, ripper! It's so good. Ah. Yeah. Even the original songs are great. I obviously played the ones that, you know, reference previous songs. Well, you played the fucking the updates of the classic Double Dragon song. Yeah. But, yeah, no, the, you know, Johnny, you didn't even get into, like, the vocal tracks of this game. Like, yeah. Yeah. The, the game has, you know, I don't know that I would call it an immense soundtrack, but, like, it picks a fucking vibe and goes for it. <laughs> like, <laughs> Double Dragon Neon, not only the title of the game, the whole fucking vibe of the game 
and man does it go for it like this hmm. this really does feel like just you know 80s fucking you know kind of the the nostalgic 80s uh, right uh, how you think neon sign in a dingy alleyway uh where somebody gets like you know thrown out a door from a fucking like a super exclusive club or something you know this is uh this is the music that plays once they fucking you know kind of stand up brush themselves off and have to fight their way home after a a long night at you know whatever double dragon club they just got tossed out of it's, it's definitely uh, when you say nostalgia it's definitely how you think you remember the 80s because right. in your scenario getting thrown out of the club getting thrown through a window or whatever that club would 100 be playing like axel f right like it would not be playing <laughs> something <laughs> with like sweet ass guitars <laughs> yep it, it would be playing some like high level weird jazz bullshit <laughs> But when we think of the 80s, we think of the, oh, yeah. Blah, 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 blah. I guess maybe it would help to, like, define where the club is that you're being thrown out of. Like, you know, maybe it's like a, you know, it's like a club in, like, Los Angeles in some fucking, you know, certain district or something. I don't know. Nah, still excellent, man. Me, you know, here's the problem with me referencing the 80s with nostalgia. I was less than five years old for the entirety of the 80s. But, you know, even so, uh, Double Dragon Neon... It's uh, it's it's a great fucking vibe they decided to lean into with the game. Like, take Double Dragon, add in shredding hair metal, and just kind of pump the uh, you know, kind of crank the dudeness up to about eleven. Like, you know, David, you put in time on Double Dragon Neon. Um, is there? If, if I'm not mistaken, is there a high five mechanic that like is a buff in this game? <laughs> like, so yeah, if you're if you're playing co-op, um, you can high five the other player, and it will like give you a temporary stat boost, or like it will, if somebody has like about to die, it'll share the health like amongst oh. both people, so it like heals them, oh. um, and it's the most like. You were talking about like the '80s nostalgia. It is the most '80s high five because like they both jump up, legs tucked behind them to like, yeah, it's so good. Awesome. Now, you know, does it ever does it ever freeze frame on that high five? That's really my question because that would really send it into full '80s. I'm pretty sure it does. Yeah, it just seems like you know. It I, I say it's an homage. It really does feel like just kind of over the top, fucking like parody of. 80s-ness, but like obviously done with a uh, you know a little tongue in cheek, a little wink, and just feels like uh, yeah a, a, a great fucking idea for a double dragon update. Like I'm trying to remember, I, you know, I featured it years ago on the show. They they did like a, a quote unquote double dragon four, and they released it on the PlayStation four or three and. Wii U, and it was just like, okay, yeah, this is like the old NES Double Dragon sprites, and it's just kind of a shitty beat-em-up. Nah, that ain't it. That's not what I want out of Double Dragon 4. Double Dragon Neon is what I want out of fucking Double Dragon 4. Like, you know, I want big, great-looking characters, I want slightly updated fighting mechanics, and I want shred metal and high fives. Like, it's, it's you know, I don't know, it doesn't seem like a complicated formula. So um, I just wanted to confirm a few things about the high five mechanic. 
apparently um it seems to be random but there is an option where you get there's a chance that you'll get a, a stat boost called a gleam where instead of high-fiving you fucking chest bump Ooh. oh yes okay mm. good yeah, this game's fucking amazing. I feel like there should be a series of inputs somehow that lead to you doing a chest bump. It should be utterly complicated. <laughs> like, you go for a high five, but instead you put in like an Akuma super move combo and, you know, you guys both chest bump if you nail it. Like, uh, and it gives you like the ultimate stat boost. Like, you turn golden at that point. I think there should be a button combo you hit that causes a bar window to appear and you throw the other player out the bar window... It mm. smashes, glass gets everywhere, and they get up, and they brush it off, all their stats get boosted, Axe Love yeah. plays, off you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Johnny, you're the one that chose the fucking request. <laughs> Does anything even resembling Axle F play in Double Dragon Neon? You're kind of hung up on it. No, because that's what was 80s, was Axle F, so that, that's why this 80s nostalgia, because yeah. there's no Axle F. We're trying to move past Axel F, man, to a more idealized version of the 80s in which uh, people didn't just settle on movie theme songs. Yeah, it'd be really funny if at some point, you know, the fucking Double Dragon guys had to beat guys up to the Ghostbusters theme. But <laughs> we all yeah, want to think that in actuality, everybody was, you know, flying around on, you know, flying V guitars and, you know, neon lights. There absolutely should be a level based on like a theme park, like Coney Island or something, and you have to go into a dark ride and it plays Ghostbusters Hell while yeah. you're beat up, guys. Mm-hmm. God, unlockable Ray Parker Jr. Not as like a not not music. You just play as Ray Parker Jr. <laughs> <laughs> just Wait, so you're not even playing as one of the Ghostbusters? You're playing as no, Ray Parker Jr. Made the Ghostbusters song. <laughs> No, yeah, I don't want a Bill Murray fucking Harold Ring beat him up. I want Ray Parker Jr. Fresh. His his special move is that bit from the music video where he just rips open his shirt and he's got the Ghostbusters logo underneath. Yep, it fucking uh, yeah, it's like a it does like an Iron Man unibeam. Fucking fires that Ghostbusters logo. If, if you do, it's, if you it's do. like the Colossus roar, but he's just ripping his shirt. If you do too well, as Ray Par- if you do too well, as Ray Parker Jr. Jr. forces you to play as Huey Lewis for the next couple levels. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, God. yeah. I don't know, man. The you know, I know this didn't happen, but these these ideas they make me feel good. Uh, God, I would play the fuck out of a beat 'em up starring Huey Lewis in the news. Oh yeah, God. How hard would it be to license all 80s music as a fucking, like, theme for a beat-em-up? Like, just, you know, it, it feels like uh, feels like something that could be done on the cheap. Like, these guys can't still have a high opinion of themselves. At this point, they'll take anything they can get. You know, why Why would we, as Game That 2, not approach all 80s musicians mm. and try to get their likeness and rights for a fucking... 80s fucking music theme beat em up. I, I think it's a I think it's a great idea. Quick, quick around the horn. What is your uh, uh, best song, 80s song to throw to a 80s theme beat em up? And why is it Kate Bush Hounds of Love? Oh, Dave, no. go. <laughs> you know, it's cliche as all hell, but I kind of want to say 
Bonnie Tyler holding out for a hero. That is cliche as all hell. You're right. But it works. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You're not wrong. Jesse, go. Um, I want to go with, uh, I think it's called Head Over Heels by uh, Tears for Fears. That's good. John? I was going to say, you know, my, uh, whichever Kate Bush song you referenced before, that's not my pick. I was going to say I want Kate Bush, wow, for a fucking uh, beat him up. But just to not, you know, ride the coattails of your idea completely, I would like a beat him up set to Hyperactive by Thomas Dolby. Ooh, that's good. I'm yeah. going to change my answer to Forever Young by Alphaville. <laughs> okay, if we're changing answers, can I change mine to Rock You Like a Hurricane? Sure. Cool, Game then I'm, cha- five. I'm okay. changing my answer to fucking Raspberry Beret by Prince. <laughs> Game 5.
right, guys. Uh, so the company that developed this game, the the name of the company features a hidden reference to the creator's previous project, which was a Nintendo-themed webcomic. So John has his answer. <laughs> Two kittens. Yeah, I'm ready to roll. All right, so uh, let's see some answers. All right, so Jesse says Starfield, sadly incorrect. Johnny says Tears of the Kingdom, which is co not correct. Um, and John has Brawl in the Family. That's close enough. Yeah. Uh, so this is Tadpole Treble, uh, which was developed by Matthew Toronto, who was the creator of Brawl in the Family. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I just chose fucking a webcomic that I remember the name of. 
I didn't think I was in any way in the ballpark. <laughs> um, yeah, the trivia, the, the company that he made to release the game, it's called Bitfinity, capital B-I-T, capital F-I-N-I-T-Y. So B-I-T-F is Brawl in the Family. Shit! I feel like you could have done B-I-T-F and then the infinity symbol. That, that also would have been clever. True. Um, but yeah, this is Tadpole Treble. This game is fucking adorable. Um, so this is a, a little indie game that came out. It's on Steam. It was released on Wii U, uh, mainly because the guy spent so many years poking fun at Nintendo characters. So he's like, I just really want to release this on a Nintendo system. Um, and then it got an updated version. You release it on the silliest Nintendo system. <laughs> it did get an updated version uh, released on Switch. And this game is perfect for Switch. Um, it's a rhythm game, which I'm not always down for, but every once in a while, one comes along that really grabs me. Um, like Guitar Hero, obviously. Um Harmonite. So basically, you're playing as this adorable little tadpole named Baton, and it's like an auto-scroll, so you're just swimming around, moving up or down, but the actual levels are a music staff. So you're swimming along, and you're trying to collect things, and every time you collect them, like, that's what makes the note of the song. Um... And you have an action where you can kick your tail and you can do that to like smack objects or hit certain things that'll shoot you up in the air to get like bonus points and collective things. Um, and yeah, it's just, it is a very charming game. So can you um, intentionally collect things on the music staff and like make your own music kind of situation like, uh, like Jesse's game? So the game does have a level creator, so it's very like Mario Paint. You can make your own songs. Um, so there is that aspect to it, um, but usually you're just kind of swimming along like to the beat, to the rhythm, like collecting things. Um, and yeah, you're you're just this adorable little tadpole. Uh, you're exploring the world. Um, every level is a different song and musical style um obviously that last song is from an area called chiptune lagoon uh where everything goes 8-bit including your character Ooh. um there's a couple songs with vocals which i wanted to use but a lot of the vocals and the lyrics are like swim on little tadpole and i thought that would give it away um i mean but they, yeah they, it's they, like they, i said they use part-time ufo in which Every song says the words part-time UFO, so it would have been pretty excusable to use the tadpole theme vocals, especially given that there's zero percent chance that I nor Jesse nor Johnny have heard of this game before just now. You know, I thought about that um, because I have, you know, used part-time UFO, but I was like every song does that whereas not every song in this game does it so I'm trying to think of other games in which every song references in some way the theme or like the title of the game you know like yeah i i love burning rangers but i don't think every single song mentions the fact that the rangers are burning 
but enough of them that are bangers do that if i were to feature it on the show you got to use the, the songs that all reference the burning rangers um i feel like the sonic r soundtrack might all reference that it's like sonic and racing that's true it might that's it, very it, true they, they might not all say sonic r but they all say something about racing and you know sunshine and emeralds that yeah you have to be like, wait a minute, is this a goddamn Sonic Racing game? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, um, I don't know. That that's a that's a good thing to maybe eventually do a deep dive on. Like, how many games feature songs that just constantly reference the name of the game? Now, they I'm not did, sure. The game is called Tadpole Trouble. Can you name all the notes uh, of the Trouble Cleft? The the. the... <laughs> The five bars and the four spaces. Johnny, is this a lightning round? <laughs> <laughs> lightning round just for me. Yeah. Um, All right, lightning round. Name a musical note. <laughs> I'm pretty yeah. sure I can. There's A, B, <laughs> C, D, K. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, you're really fucked up, man. You got to remember fucking the. You got to remember those simple mnemonics. I just want to point out my favorite part of that was uh, for the podcast listeners, David's hand was going down as he said each note, and that's not the orders. The notes go on the musical staff like this. Listen, I haven't taken a band class since the seventh grade, all right? I'm a little rusty on reading sheet music. <laughs> but, David, I, I have a simple question for you. Does every good boy deserve fudge? I mean, yeah. Okay, cool. I always remember this. Every good bitch deserves fucking. What? <laughs> Johnny was hardcore in middle school band. You guys were in the same middle school band. How'd you get? How'd you get this <laughs> oh God, Mister Isabel pulled David inside. It's like now remember, son. Every good boy deserves fudge. And then Johnny pulls Mister Isabel aside and it's like, remember, every good bitch deserves. <laughs> You don't know it now, but I'm gonna do more fucking than you, Mister. <laughs> I'm a seventh grade Johnny. <laughs> and Mister Isabel walked away like, boy, they sure do things different in Gainesville. Yeah, damn. <laughs> and, then, and then the space is spelled F A C E, which is where you come. God damn it! <laughs> Sit right on that face. <laughs> So here's this incredibly charming, fun little video game where you play as an adorable tadpole swimming Every around different ponds, deserves swimming around God. different ponds and making music. I'm what does Johnny think this. of fucking bitches? <laughs> well, the good ones. Oh no! Oh jeez, game six. Trying <laughs> to redeem this. <laughs> Uh, was, oh no, a VGM threesome. <laughs> Better than this, Jesus. Yeah. Um, I apologize to every good bitch. Yeah, <laughs> calculating it's computer activated. I'm not done yet. Okay. <laughs> it's like it is a. It's a, just a very cute, charming game. Um, one thing that I liked is that you don't really have boss fights or boss levels, but there are certain levels where you're being chased or pursued buy something so the the trick is to avoid it like there's one where you're in a cave and there's a snapping turtle after you and there's a jungle stage where a horde of piranha are trying to eat you so it's 
it's just it's a really cool fun rhythm game it's got a really nice soundtrack um i can't wait for some of those vocal songs on the radio and um yeah it's on steam it's on switch i highly encourage checking it out all right now the final question david you know i swear to god if this is about bitches and fucking well that's the thing we've heard from john (laughs) what else could it be about david david come on man i I need to know where you stand on every good bitch (laughs) deserves fucking it (laughs) it's a question that really needs answering like do they deserve fucking merely by virtue of being a good bitch I've had this game in my back pocket for ages. I was really excited to bring it on because it's got a cool soundtrack. It's super cute and charming. And I thought, oh, free play. Episode 340. This will be a good time. Thanks, Johnny. You never thought you were going to encounter Johnny fucking time traveling horn dog. Johnny (laughs) Trouble Club Master Regan. Exactly. Uh, I play that treble clef like I play that pussy. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! This is bad. No, hold on. I want you to finish that. You really got to think that. Calculating computer activated. I'm just trying to say that Yoshi's cookie is pretty good, and you match cookies. Can I say that? Can I? No. <laughs> like, fuck, man. <laughs> Scoring complete. This game's winner is. John Harrington. Oh, yeah. It's me. It's me. Your boy, John Harrington. Another winner. Man, can't believe it. Didn't see that coming. I'm sure uh, sure Johnny saw that coming. <laughs> but uh, Right on the face. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. The, I'm sorry, Johnny. How did you work face into music theory? That's the spaces within the musical staff. So you have EGPDF for the lines, and then the spaces are FACE. Right. Because it goes E, F, G, A, B, C, D, E. F. <laughs> this is why fucking. And what did you do to the faces? Not taken seriously. It's a simple alphabet, people. Put the fucking letters in the right order, make it make sense. You know, I'm a goddamn accountant. You know, you go A to Z, then you start repeating things. And then you know the numbers go upward from one. It's it's not complicated. You know why music has to be this way. I don't know, but the point is, come on my face, and uh, I've won tonight's episode. I'm I'm proud of that. Um, man, what a uh, what a win it is! And you know, obviously, I won because. David declared in our private chat that he didn't want to win because he didn't upload bonus tunes or come up with a theme. So it's on me to have uploaded bonus tunes and to have come up with a theme for the next episode. And of course, I did. Way to peek behind the curtain there, John. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting you out there, baby. Well, you know, wait. Fucking, you know. Before you announce your theme, we did get a voicemail. Maybe that, maybe there's a theme idea in there. You know, Johnny, I love that. I'd like to eviscerate David a few a uh, few minutes more before we hear the voicemail. Um, you know, he's, I love voicemails. David's real bitch. Um, you know, he. But moved, am I a good bitch? Moved on this episode yeah. like a bitch. Does, does David deserve fucking? <laughs> yeah, there, now there's the real question. Johnny, play the voicemail. Ruth. That's it. 
<laughs> Play it again one more time. Bruce. That's a brilliant theme idea. Are they, are they saying a word or is that like just some body sound? I'm hearing it's a cross promotional thing for the fucking Billy Eichner uh, gay flop comedy bros. Um, I didn't see it. Sorry. See, I thought it. I thought they were saying Bruce, and it's advertising the next Batman sequel that's coming out. You mean the Flash? Yes. Yeah. Hmm. No, I don't think it's that at all. Bruce. <laughs> Stop playing it, goddamn! <laughs> and we put it on the soundboard. Like, did somebody actually just fart into their phone? <laughs> replace, replace friends with bros. <laughs> Uh, just like we replaced space with so suck it. Um, but no, uh, you know, guys, it's it's uh, it's time for us to declare a theme for our next episode. And you know, you know me, I always got a theme ready to go. I don't need to vamp or stretch for time or anything like that. Uh, I'm always prepared, and I was prepared tonight because uh, you know, guys, it's June. Uh, we're down here in Florida. Weather's heating up a little bit. It's getting hot, hot, hot. Uh, we're getting some, uh, you know, some nightly thunderstorms, that kind of thing. But the important thing is that it's time to get right down to the beach. But sometimes you don't feel like going to the beach. You feel like taking it easy at the pool. And my theme. You know, it's funny. I was I was ready to say beach, but now I'm kind of feeling more like yeah. you know, games every, with sports. Does every good beach deserve fucking? Every good beach deserves, uh, you know, a day spent at it at least. Maybe not fucking. <laughs> um, but what, you don't spend entire days fucking. You know, guys. I think my theme. Every for good beach deserves flip flops. Ex- thank you, Johnny. Um, right on the face. Or fish. Um, I, the theme for next week's episode. You know, we don't always uh, we don't always go to these locations for uh, the beach, but you know they are locations with beaches. I'm, I'm tiptoeing around it. I want games with islands. I'm gonna take a tour of the islands, guys. Could it be like a metaphorical, like the island of relevancy or something? No, whatever that means. No. <laughs> Does the game have to be only on an island, or can the world have islands as it part of it? A world featuring islands. You need to be okay. able to access an island as part of the world of the game that you choose for next week's episode. You know, you know that part in the kitchen, like where like you have like a. Uh, a, like a countertop and it's like uh, in the middle and you are you like asking all if around like, it? uh overcooked or like cook serve delicious is valid for next week's theme yes they okay. are uh games with islands it's uh it's gonna be a good one what yeah. if the game is set in the store that like a a, a shoe store <laughs> or it's just you know rows and rows so it's an isle land? No. No, no. Ooh, I like you. where you're going, David. <laughs> yeah. Johnny, give him a sub second. Bruce. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the, what, 
Is it a word? I I can't hear a word. I just hear. Burr, burr. <laughs> it's like a fucking. But I love sped it. up Colossus roar. <laughs> Somehow, simultaneously sped up and slowed down. Can we play it backwards? Remember that time yeah, we got. Oh. We thought we were just getting a voicemail, so we got a mystery and enigma. Like, <laughs> what is this? <laughs> We're gonna have to fucking solve this shit before the next uh, August absurdity. Send your strange noises to our voicemail. We're gonna do I a like Harry Potter style. I'm gonna play this podcast underwater. It's gonna reveal that it's yeah. actually telling us the theme for the final August absurdity. I like the idea that we play it backwards and it's just like David is dead. Hail oh, Satan! God. David is dead. Hail Satan! Somehow all that gets into roar. I wasn't really dead. <laughs> Um, but yeah, so uh, next week's theme: games with islands. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a good time, whether it be beach, islands, or uh, you know, I don't know. Could it be uh, one that's covered in pens? <laughs> Pen island? Yeah. I don't know, man. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll have to really think long and hard about Penn Island. <laughs> but it's I that, see no wow. problem. Yeah, I'm, I'm hearing nothing wrong with it. Uh, hold on. Let me, let me write this down. Penn Island, huh? Mother of God. <laughs> Nobody tell him. Yeah. Oh, I just figured out. I, I, I can read English. Um, <laughs> you just figured out you can read yeah. English. I put it together, baby. Fuck. <laughs> uh, so yeah, islands. Next week's theme. Fantastic, uh, fantastic idea. Thank you. Yeah, great. Um, and what a what a show we had this week, guys. Thank you, everybody, so much. Thanks to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. We appreciate you guys searching for Game That Tune and joining us every Wednesday night game that tune live uh thank you to everybody checking us out in podcast form our podcasts come out tuesday mornings at game that tune.com or anywhere that you get your podcasts uh we appreciate you guys rating reviewing and subscribing doing all the things that you do for a podcast to us game that tune uh want to give a special shout out to our patrons patreon.com slash game that tune it's the home for awesome exclusives we've got game that tune gems we've got mixtapes we've got covered up we've got all kinds of fun features. We've got our Game That Tune movie nights. Uh, and most importantly, right now, we've got Game That Tune uh, radio VIP status. Uh, GTTradio.vip, only accessible through patreon.com slash Game That Tune. If you want all of GTT Radio on demand, plus bonus music, uh, plus you know new perks in the general radio chat, you need to go check out Patreon. Patreon.com slash Game That Tune. The home for everything cool the game that tune does uh aside from the normal podcast uh, we really appreciate you guys checking us out and hope uh, hope that you'll all uh, enjoy what we've put together there because we've got a lot of fun stuff and you help us uh you know do more fun stuff going forward um want to give a special shout out to our patreon absurd fans of course i'm talking about daniel perky taylor y sam l phoenix tier 2121 beast pond and the kerrigan a fantastic group of Patreon absurd fans that we've got. We appreciate you guys. Um, want to give a, another shout out to our requester this week, Johnny. You took the request. Who made the request? 
uh, our quest came from our Game Pass Daddy, Muddle Madness. Yep, Muddle Madness, a.k.a. Daniel Perky, a.k.a. Patreon Absurd Fan, a.k.a. Jesse's Game Pass Sugar Daddy. Uh, somebody that knows how to enjoy game that too, to the fullest extent of, uh, I don't know, human ability. Uh, fucking go on Patreon, be like Muddle, and... Be uh, be an ultimate supporter of Game That Tune. We love you guys. Uh, but if you want to just make a request, you can also make those requests via our Discord. Check the show notes. You can make them at GameThatTune.club, our fantastic social media server. Uh, you can make them, uh, I don't know. I guess that's really the only, uh, only two places I care to get them. So make your request there. I'll see them. I will accept them. They will be great. And guys, that's going to just about do it. So... Um, I was, uh, coming up with bonus tunes for this episode and I was thinking, you know, about the islands. I was thinking about heading down to the beach and I was going to choose a fantastic, uh, fighting game song as a tie in to, of course, my pick tonight, the uh, shitty fighting game that I picked. And I, I changed gears at the last second. So it's still most of those things though. I, I did not pick an Island paradise song. I picked a uh, poolside song. I picked Poolside from Tekken 5, one of my favorite fighting games of all time. So guys, let's all throw our shades on, throw our bikinis on, and give each other some pleasure down by the poolside, and we love you guys. Peace out, everybody. Bruce? Sure.
Capcom Fighting Evolution is copyrighted 2004 Capcom Company Limited. The Lord of the Rings Online is copyrighted 2007 Daybreak Game Company. Turbo Shell is copyrighted 2023 Radioactive Games. Double Dragon Neon is copyrighted 2012 WayForward Technology. Tadpole Treble is copyrighted 2016 Bitfinity. Uh, Capcom Fighting Evolution is copyright 2004 Capcom Company Limited. Lord of the Rings Online, I didn't get the copyright info for. PowerShell is copyright 2023 Radioactive Games. Uh, Double Dragon Neon is copyright 2012 Way Forward Technologies. Tadpole Treble is copyright 2016 Bitfinity. You said PowerShell, but the game is Turbo Shell. Shut up. Of course it is. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> and right. right. Give me a second. Okay. Give me a second. I'll do that shit again. <clears throat> Power show. Goddamn turtle show. All right. 